Well, a very good evening and welcome to Broadcast, the Sunday Kickstarter KISS 102.4 radio show. Now, no Kickstarters this week, so it's another special edition today where I'm going to be looking at the retail games that came out this year. I do this every December. I round up all of the retail games of the year and look through them all, pick out a shortlist and then choose two of them. So I'm going to tell you my shortlist um, with songs in between, as usual, because we like to play music on this show, to entertain you, of course. And um, you might find some that you've heard of and some you may have not heard of. And I'll give you some of my explanations on um, why um, I picked these out as my shortlist. And at the end of the show, I will be revealing the two that I have chosen. But um, before I talk about my first one, I'm going to the first song. I'm just say welcome to the uh, broadcast. If you're coming from YouTube or you're coming from the podcast itself on Podomatic, um, you're jolly welcome here and I hope you're all doing fine. Um, if you're from YouTube, a lot of these songs are going to be trimmed and that's why it goes out on YouTube on the Monday. But if you want the uh, Heart of the Press version of broadcast, full fat version with all the songs in, try to subscribe to the podcast. Now, anyway, um, I must say great thanks to the Tabletop Gaming Magazine, which um, the December issue is the best games of 2021. It rounds up all of the retail games that they've reviewed. Really, really good magazine for finding out lots of retail games and there was lots there and um this year i have um had so much fun going through it in fact they have a website tabletopgaming.co.uk you can go to tabletopgaming.co.uk and hit reviews it's very slow to go through that website actually but the magazine itself is, is fantastic you can download it digitally also and um it really is a one-stop shop to look at all the retail games and if any of them take your fancy then you can go online and look for reviews and stuff and further information because that's the benefit of retail is you get many maybe of your favorite youtubers that are actually reviewing it anyhow um, so today we are going to be doing a mixed bag of music of what I've been discovering because December I look at some of the um, songs of the year and all that good stuff. And this first song is probably my favorite song of the year. And it's from Adele, from the album 30, as she's turned 30. And uh, she recently got divorced, I think. And this album's basically part of that breakup. So she's become a little bit, a bit more soul and a rhythm and blues into her music. But um, this is the single she brought out this year which was called Easy On Me, with fantastic production value, and really stands out as, for me, the best song of 2021. So Adele, please take it easy on me. In my hands in forever 
Now the first game on my list is Battlecon Devastation of Indies from level 99 games. Now this bloody game. Um, it's basically a card fighting game, a bit like Street Fighter where you move back and forward on a 2D plane, but there's 32 unique fighter decks and components. Um, one of the th so many different um, characters, and these characters all come from either sluggers, experts, mages, tinkerers, tacticians, and disruptors. And uh, there's two extra fighters in the box as well, bonus bonus 
ones that you get. You really have to kind of learn the character as well as learning how to fight with them. There's like hidden depth between each one. And what I really like about it is that the um, not only you've got all this options and stuff, but it's like they've got so much in this box, it's unbelievable. So you're getting a great value proposition. And uh, it roughly retails around £60 in the UK and on Amazon it's $83. Shipping to Mexico is going to put it around $100 for me if this gets picked, but I'm sounds really fantastic. And there's multiplayer that go up to five players. There's boss scenarios, several dungeon crawls in the box and arena cards that add more challenge and... Um, there's loads of additional information with um, backstories for the characters and narratives and stuff just to make it feel bigger than actual box that it actually is. So yeah, it's actually a box of fun for, um, if you like, fighting games and it's card based. I've got, um, I have to look around my shelf because I'm not very good with names. Dice Throne. I do have Dice Throne 2nd Edition. That kind of, um, I do enjoy that, but the 32 characters in a box just sounds fantastic at retail and it's a bit different than dice run because you can move backwards and forwards on the 2d plane a bit like street fighter but um, as tabletop gaming themselves they say it's definitely a must play game and a punch above the rest so that's battlecon devastation of indies and um yeah Looks absolutely fantastic as a, you know, entry system coming into this where you just get a massive bunch load of Battlecon and um, seems to be a good bargain even if it's at the $100 rate for me coming into Mexico. But um, yeah, it's like a super big box retail game with stunning, stunning amount of content that blew me away when I found out about it. So this is one of my shortlist and... Uh, see what else is on the list coming after this now then Adele I've also been enjoying the weekend his album the highlights but um, released a song that I heard this year it's quite if, if, you, if you listen to the weekend you this is not in the album but it's the weekend take my breath and it really is a standout. I think it came out as um, maybe a single before the album, but it's really wonderful. It gives you the, like, gives you why I'm really enjoying The Weeknd, who's um, artist from Canada. He's really got this kind of 80s beats and uh, feels a little bit like computer game beats as well in the mix. Got a good singing voice, but um, I hope you really enjoy this song from, I think it was this year, Take My Breath, The Weeknd. Try 
Now, next song, next song, <laughs> next game from the retail is Aliens, another glorious day in the corpse and its expansions. I think this game came out before 2021, but now the expansions are all here. It's rounded the game out and it's done by Gale Force 9, which are fantastic. For, um, you know, we might have heard of them doing the Dune license. And I think this Alien one has come a little bit under the radar. The base game was criticised for the fact that its characters were a little bit samey, but um, if you get the expansions, one of them which is Get Away From Her You B star 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 H, Get Away From Her You Bitch, which is the Alien Queen, it actually adds a more RPG where your characters can level up and you get to actually de deviate between them all, so there is a difference between the classes, so that's really, really good. There's loads of boxes for this, but the three that you really need is the base, another glorious day in the corpse, get away from her, you bitch, which is the alien queen, and you are doing missions that are following the films of aliens, so the alien story. Also got the Ultimate Badasses expansion, which is the one that you need, I think, for the character development because it comes with 64 experience cards. So you actually need that as well. So you, you, you actually kind of get in a lot here. And um, there is an as Assets and Hazard expansion, which gives you plastic minis for the furniture around the boards. But as an Alien franchise, this is like a campaign game with 
absolutely looks fantastic now that it's rounded out with these expansions because now you're feeling the roleplay element of taking these characters from the movie and leveling them up and um, it really looks really fantastic now getting expensive yes because the base the expansion they are 50 pounds a pop ultimate badasses is 25 pounds and 11 pounds for the hazard and hazards if I want to get all that from Amazon, it's coming out at around $210. So this is another expensive retail peeps. And, um, but it's looking absolutely fantastic. This is definitely way up there in my hot list. And I'm really, really excited about it because I really think the criticisms have been leveled out with the expansions. And now we're looking at a fantastic game love campaign stories and the minis for the aliens and the alien queen the characters are all badass so looks phenomenal this game now um the magazine actually did two pages on this because it was looking at all these four expansions and it said that it was a solidly implemented if slightly flawed co-op survival simulation of a timeless action movie downgrade to a maybe if you don't like assembling minis or resent feeling or resent feeling compelled to buy expansions so if you don't like buying the expansions this is not for you and if you don't like creating the minis because they're coming on spruces this is not the game for you but if you do don't mind putting them together it's just basically scalpel knife and glue for god's sake putting these minis together and um of course you want to buy this with the full expansions because it fulfills the game basically and i don't think it is flawed when you get all these boxes and you put them together because um if you're if you're a sci-fi fan you like the aliens franchise this is definitely a shoe-in for a full um, full-on co-op game than it is so um because nemesis is semi-co-op almost competitive this one is full-on license co-op though against the aliens and the, you know that's what's so spectacular is it's delivering the action from the aliens movie so yeah Gale Force 9 knocked it completely out of the park for me all right looking at music again this year this um, little one stood out I'm not a massive fan of Ed Sheeran but the Bad Habits song that he brought out this year was a little bit cool actually I like the uh, the um, kind of disco-y feel that he has with his song so yeah he's made it into my song list and I think this is another good one from the year so Ed Sheeran with Bad Habits please take it away Too white eyes. 
sitting alone Conversations with a stranger I barely know Swearing this will be the last But it probably won't I got nothing left to lose Or use Or do my bad habits lead to Now then, we're back into the uh, Euro, Euro games. Whistle Mountain, of course. Was this not last year? If it was, it didn't hit retail until this year. Those pesky YouTubers getting these games early. Whistle Mountain is basically an incredible Euro game. Incredible, coming in at £70 from Bezier Games. Wow, it's expensive, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, it's on Amazon though in the US for $60, which is actually a bargain for Whistle Mountain. And uh, I got it 75 with delivery to Mexico if, well, I said I got it, but I will get it if I order it, if it's one of my picks for 75 So it's coming in at the cheapest end of the games thus far. It's interesting because you've got three workers which are all different. Airships, one block, airship, blimp, and a balloon, hot air balloon. And the worker spots are all around the board on this game. So you've got a ton of options to pick from, and you are you've got so much variability because the water is rising and you're trying to save people from drowning. And it has like a time gate on it as the water's getting up to the bridge and trying to save as many people as you can. So, so, so richness with choices and uh, massive variability. Um, yeah, the magazine says 17 different starting abilities, 24 upgrades to the variety of the work placement spots and uh, replayability is immense. Definitely two to four player this one, by the way, 60 to 90 minutes. Checked out more reviews online, especially Tom Vassell did an incredible review of it also, which got me also my tail flapping, and tabletop gaming also give this a gold star. Must play game. So it's kind of, for me, under the radar, super great um, Euro game with a rich theme of trying to get your airships to rescue people from a bridge that's collapsed. Looks fantastic. Looks great as well and um, let me read what tabletop gaming said whistle mounting is a wonderful puzzly juggling act you're building structures that become communal but ideally you want to maximize your own benefit whilst restricting or hindering others the chunky components are a delight and despite the complexity the rules are easy to follow this game has it all it's well worth the price tag it's super cabra flicky, the calidocious. I can't say that word, but they pulled that big word from, is it, um, what's, what's that woman called? Mary Poppins? Super cabra, I can't say that bloody word. Can you say it? <laughs> anyway, Whistle Mountain, definitely on the list. And these three are big, aren't they? Super big 
games that I've shortlisted in the retail space, but it actually pretty good year, isn't it? Well, what have we got coming up? I've got two more we're going to talk about. So, um, what song have we got next? Well, I've been picking songs out of pop, but what about jazz and... <laughs> Uh, jazz, yeah, Veronica Swift. If you don't know who Ver Veronica Swift is, she's a US um, artist who has famous parents and brought her first jazz album out at the age of nine. Um, okay. <laughs> and her father passed away. So this, I think this is the first album she's done without her father doing the music or playing one of the instruments. So... And uh, so she's got a little bit more soul, a bit, a bit like Edel, she's putting a bit more feeling into her songs. And um, the title of the album is The Bitter Earth, and the first track is The Bitter, Her Bitter Earth. And this is Veronica Swift singing her song, This Bitter Earth.
Now, as we move away from Tabletop Gaming Magazine, these next two, I'll talk about this one first. Um, basically, I got it via the Dice Tower. They did reviews on the next two, and that led my research to getting more videos, more information about them, of course. I don't just watch one video. I, I do more research to see if we can get into my list, of course, my short list. But this next game... World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. <gasps> Re-implementation of Pandemic. I love World of Warcraft. My all-time favourite video game. Well, not really all-time, really. It's not. It has its own section of best MMO I've ever played. Can't take Mass Effect off me, I'm afraid. But I guess all-time, all World of Warcraft would be at number three. Although I've spent more time in World of Warcraft than any, any other game, so, you know. Anyhow... Um, this looks really good, actually. I like that they've brought all the art over from the game as well. You're all the heroes with the distinct abilities. Yeah. Not got a, not too complicated as well. You can bring people in and... Um, yeah, you're trying to stop the spread of um, the... My Scourge. There we go. <laughs> I almost forgot what it's about. There. Um, but yeah, you've got the heroes there. Thrall... Um, Varian, the King of Stormwind, of course, the old one. Sylvanas Windrunner herself, of course, the Banshee Queen. And, um, yeah, it's a dice chucker. You might get unlucky with your dice, and um, it's nice. you got those lots of things happening here. I love the minis, look, like the look on the table, and um, the fact that you can, be, you can team up and fight together is all that good. And, you know, you've got the Lich King, obviously, the enemy you're trying to do and I like that they've got the a miniature of the ice crown citadel as well. well it's not a mini it's made out of um card and all that good stuff so I, I love that you know they've just lifted the map from Northrend which is one of the great places in World of Warcraft to visit and to actually do quests in if you've not played a World of Warcraft if you amazing um starting zone now really 
brand new for starting players and then when you finish it you can actually go to North End and level from level 10 to 60 and it's a fantastic continent to do um, to level through actually and the way World, War, World of Warcraft have done it now you can enjoy all the content as you're leveling now as they've redone it so yeah this is just a really phenomenal game and um, it hit my shortlist just because I don't have Pandemic. Pandemic is in my gamer group. I've not played it for years, but this is a nice spin on it. And obviously it's not got the whole COVID bloody spreading nonsense. This is actually going in with the good theme of World of Warcraft. And I think it, the Pandemic system works well for how the Scourge would be spreading across Northrend, the northern continent of Azeroth. And wow, you can play this game with the, with the music from Northrend as well which is fantastic music there um, I love the music up in Northrend and looks to be one of the best licenses of World of Warcraft that I've seen in board gaming and this is why it's on my retail shortlist for 2021 oh man four games now all looking phenomenal and uh, I can only find World of Warcraft at miniature market for $80 so this is another <laughs> expensive expensive game but won't ship to Mexico World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King so I'm waiting for this to come to Mexico if I choose to get this one but it's looking stellar looking very stellar but um, if I do choose it it will be on my kind of pre-order list for whenever um, they can send it here to Mexico so yeah one more to come after this next song and I'm sticking with Veronica Swift because I, I fall in love with her and this one is Trust In Me and the reason I like this song is that she makes loads of fantastic she's good at doing jazz sounds with her voice and in this one she's almost using her voice as a musical instrument to copy what the musicians are doing it's really phenomenal work from Veronica Swift and it is one delightful song to hear so this is trusting me Veronica Swift please take it away Thank you. 
trust in me. Shut your eyes, trust in me, you can sleep, safe and sound, knowing I am will cease to exist trust in me just in me shut your eyes trust in me Here's the last song on last. I keep saying last song, don't I? Last game on my watch list. This game was actually a Kickstarter, mm. and it's bloody expensive. Roleplayer Adventures, a hundred and thirty dollars on Amazon. Oh. Um, 
saw Tom, Tom Vassell do this with his kids and he got me really interested in it. Love how the uh, campaign is run with all the different choices you're going and the fact that you can fail choices and fail forward. Like how that works. Like how our NPCs that you meet, you can meet them further along in the storyline. Like the fact that when you do stuff, you write down codes in your book and sometimes when you get later on it says do you have this kind of similar to Waste Nights 2 actually and that works through its campaign but it's got this nice this I call it generic fantasy I just think it's unique fantasy they've got the unique setting and you've got a ton of books to actually go through lots of stories so nice progression through the game and your character will be growing and growing and growing as you go through it with a nice amount of different abilities and stuff like that. It's just really interesting RPG system that they've got in place with a unique way of um, using cards and dice manipulation to do stuff like picking locks and all sorts of what you'd expect to do in an RPG. It just looks really, really good. My little beef with it is that... Um, on the Kickstarter, they had Nefara's Judgment expansion, which included backstories to all the races, including special stuff for the characters. So if I'm getting roleplay adventures, I have to get Nefara's Judgment, and um, uh, that is like miniature market, $33 plus miniature market, $132. So that's going to be $160. $5 if I pick roleplayer adventures, peeps. And um, again, everything's a bit expensive, isn't it? Why can't I go for little retails? Because they're not as fascinating as the big ones, of course. When you when you love Kickstarter, you love the big monster boxes because they just give you so much. And I like the fact that retail games, um, not, you know, obviously roleplayer is kickstarter but you know the other ones are very ambitious and they've got a very high retail price compared to what you may expect retail games to be throughout the year so absolutely phenomenal roleplay adventures looks great <clears throat> so which two of this mega list have i picked roleplay adventures whistle mountain world of warcraft wrath of the lich king battlecon devastation of indies and Aliens from Gale Force 9. Well, I'll come back after this song and we're going to pick a Christmas song because it is December and it's going to be a classic. Santa Claus is coming to town. This is by Sugar Pie and the Candy Men, which is a, a more musical, jazzy take on the classic song you might know as a kid. So, yeah. This one's really fresh and quick, as well as less than three minutes. So we're back soon, telling you my retail game. And when I come back, I will be talking, of course, about The Wheel of Time, Episode 6, and <laughs> Star Trek, is it Episode 4? The uh, Season 4, Episode 4, the latest one that came out, I'll be talking about that one too. So, back soon, but Sugar Pie and the Candymen, please tell us and sing to us, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming 
Thinking it twice Gonna find out who's naughty or nice Santa Claus is coming Now the final part of the show. Did you guess? Did you guess? Did you guess? Did you guess? Well, Whistle Mountain. Yes, Whistle Mountain. You and Roleplay Adventures, of course, because I love campaign stories. I've got to say, World of Warcraft. I might have had to break the rule and put World of Warcraft in because it's so strong for me. But the fact it's not shipping to Mexico is a bit of a downer so that could still make my 2022 list and um battlecon devastation of indies is looking that good i might have to stretch a third one this year surprise surprise and get that but aliens i just think it's too expensive for getting everything it just fails the list and unless next year has a terrible year of indies, not indies, retail games, I might have to bring aliens back. So, so what am I saying here? Roleplay Adventures and Whistle Mountain, World of Warcraft when it comes available, Battlecon Devastation of Indies, of course. So I pick three and one. What this has been an incredible year for retail that I had to pick four. Oh my goodness me! With aliens as a failing number five well competition was too much here and uh, wow four retail games that means this year was incredible in fact a lot of the retail games were kickstarters and i got all the good ones <laughs> 
Yeah, but I did miss Roleplay Adventures, so it's great to pick that up at retail. And um, all that good stuff. Hey, let me know about your retail choices this year, because uh, most people on my channel are all Kickstarter fanatics, and uh, maybe you, you don't go into the retail space, but I'd love to know your retail habits. You know, how many do you buy? Do you do it like me, wait until December, and, um, do, you know, do a big research overload in December to find what you're going to pick, and all that good stuff? Well, uh, you know. I just like doing that. Or you're one of these people that goes to Gen Con and um, gets their games, the, the, the whole retail haul for the year going to Gen Con, which is pretty much what I would be doing, what I'm doing now, isn't it? You, you go to one part of the year and that's when you look at the whole space and you get the games from it. But I think when most people go to Gen Con, they, they come back with like 10 games, don't they? Come with a massive list. But um, usually two retail and 10 Kickstarters. <laughs> I want to say in a year so yeah 12 games and I'm guessing it's going to be 14 with these four retails so yeah hmm anyway if you've been watching my channel you probably know which ones I've backed we kind of spread backing here at the station so that's how it flows right peeps let's talk about some TV let's start with Wheel of Time actually really loving the series episode 6 fantastic again Moraine Taking the uh, chapter by the horns, meeting the Admiral seat, and of course getting every one of the kids into the city. Um, actually felt longer than it felt. Um, it was a good meaty chapter and I love the fact they're going into the ways at the end and Loyal is there too. And um, yeah, the story really is picking up. I'm just kind of, oh, why is there only two more? I'm really getting into the story. And how long is it going to be before we get to season two? But um, if they're going in the ways, how long are they going to spend on episode seven? Because it's kind of a big chapter in the book, the ways. But they're going to have to split it anyway with Matt not going in there. So it is going to be interesting. And uh, we're in for a fantastic finale, if it fin if obviously following the book. So, Wheel of Time, have you not started watching it yet? What's wrong with you? It's amazing! Because if you like Lord of the Rings, you're going to love the Wheel of Time. Let's quickly talk about Star Trek. Is it started yet? What's going on? They seem to be doing lip service for characters that seem to be leaving the show that were in previous shows. We've still not got the lady engineer back on the ship. What was she? Want her back? The big threat there in the universe is on pause as other things are happening. <laughs> but I'm patiently hoping Star Trek goes somewhere because at the minute they're not even using the ship, are they? They're not even using the ship's ability to jump around the universe and do stuff. The minute it's kind of um, I don't know, parked itself in space and things aren't really happening yet. But I'm still enjoying it. And at this stage in season four, I'm totally committed to the story and look forward to see what's happening next, of course. Ah. <sighs> TV is good, peeps. Is there any other TV shows you're watching at the minute that you recommend? I know there is the Marvel Dead Eye guy, the Archer guy. I can't, I can't remember his name. He's got his own TV show, hasn't he? 
and there's the Cowboy Bebop TV show, which I've not seen either. But if you can recommend any, that would be nice. Tell me in the comments. <gasps> well, thank you so much for listening. This has been broadcast episode number six, looking at my retail super hot list. And I'd love to know what your retail games this year were and what you thought of my list. Is there any of them that you have? Let me know what they are. Or is any of these games on my list that you completely think I should not get for reasons? Please tell me. I'll be back next week talking about my upcoming schedule for the channel, in fact. It might actually be a podcast of the YouTube channel that goes out. I'm going to spoil it now. Let's bring up the schedule. Right. This Friday. <laughs> this Friday, I'm going to be looking at the best games of 2021. These are going to be games under $100. So that's what's going to be coming out this Friday. It will be recorded as a podcast and will go out on the YouTube channel on the Friday and it will go out on the Sunday on Podomatic. This is just to give YouTubers a bit of a... You know, they'll get it early because Podomatic are getting everything early. But the, <laughs> for Christmas, I've let the YouTube channel get stuff early. That'll be on Friday. Let's just look at the list. So the date then, best games under $100 of 2021. That'll be coming on the YouTube channel on the 17th. On the 24th on the channel, which is a Friday, Christmas Eve, I'm going to do the best games on Kickstarter in 2021 over $100. That's going to be a big one. And then on Friday, New Year's Eve, I'm going to do the worst games of 2021 Kickstarters. All these games were mega successful, and I'm going to be telling you what the final nail in the coffin was that stopped me backing these games. And for me, it was criminal activity for me, <laughs> and I just had to stop backing it. What games did I pick? That'll be coming up later on in the year. So just a reminder, next Sunday will be the podcast version of the YouTube channel, um, Games Under $100, so look out for that. Of course, I'll have a mixture of music and I will be breaking it up so uh, it's 50% music as normal. So, yeah, thank you so much for watching uh, Broadcast and uh, for all you on the podcast and for all you on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, this has been Kickstarter Radio 102.4. I've been your host, Lipstick Paddy. I hope you're having a great December with all your Christmas shopping and everything's going well. I really hope you get snow and all that goodness. Not for me in Mexico, but whatever you're up to, I hope you have fun. You take care, stay safe, and bye-bye from me. Take care, bye-bye. Did I forget a final song? Did I forget a final song? <laughs> hey! What song should I pick? Well, it's going to be a Christmas song, isn't it? Isn't it? Let's pick a song then. This is Astro Del Ciel. It's a swing song by Melania and Christian Lizzi. This is a good one to end on if you like a bit of swing. So yeah, Melania. Christian, 
please end the show with Astro Del Ciel. See you.